he had a moment where he paused and just told the entire the entire arena that um, he believes that the Holy Spirit is going to mark everybody in this room. And he said that your life, the direction of your life, can change in the presence of God. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I'm excited to welcome over the phone line, Jonathan Etienne. Jonathan, how are you doing today? Hey, doing so good. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming on the show today. Uh, So for people who are not familiar with you, you are the Free Chapel Worship Director, and Free Chapel Music um, has some really exciting things coming up right now on the horizon. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about this new EP that you guys have coming out? Yes, sir. It's, uh, it's a five-song EP uh, of original music that came from the house. And uh, the cool thing about it is our church has been singing it for a little bit over uh, four months, and we've been excited to finally share it with the rest of the Christian body. So uh, we're, we're, we're super excited to, to share these songs and these prayers, honestly, with everybody. Fantastic. You, you refer to it as prayers. Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, yes, sir. So um, the song started off as um, prayers, and then obviously we prayed— uh, for the Holy Spirit to give us melodies to to wrap around them, and we just really want um, every every time somebody hears a song that we we present during this EP, um, if they're in their car, if they're at home, if they're at work, um, they would honestly feel a spirit of honesty um, all over it for them to to seek God. Um, so we, we just pray that these songs wouldn't just be songs for people. Um, whether it's fast or slow, we just want them to know that it's wrapped um, in a melodic attitude to cover really the, the the core of it is to be a prayer. So, yes. No, and I think that really comes through in the music. You guys released a single last month, I believe, called Here I Am. Uh, yes, can, you, can you guys talk a little bit about what inspired that song? Yeah. Um, so we have this youth conference that we host every year. It's called Forward Conference. It's in the summer. It's in June. Um, and two years ago, one of our campus pastors from our Orange County campus, his name is Ben Prescott, he was speaking at one of the sessions. And at the time, my fiance, my wife now, um, we were sitting in the session, and his message was so powerful, so, so powerful. Um, we couldn't shake it off. He, he had a moment where he paused and just told the entire, the entire arena, that um, he believes that the Holy Spirit is going to mark everybody in this room. And he said that your life, the direction of your life, can change in the presence of God. And that just really hit us. So we went home um, for Thanksgiving break. Um, I got to I just get together and, and honestly just join up in the prayer room, uh, take the the keyboard out and the laptop and start writing some um, some things down. And then we, we took the song and just went for a drive. Um and just like ask God, like Lord, can you give us the chorus? We had the verses down, or, or the, the first verse down, and just ask God for a chorus. And uh, it was very simple, based off off of what Pastor Ben said. Of just we switched it to say, "One moment in Your presence can change my whole direction. One marking by Your Spirit aligns my will with heaven." And we just said, "God, what's the response to the song?" And it was very simple. Just here I am. Use me, Lord. I lay down my life for Yours. And then a couple months later, we showed it to. You know, uh, Pastor Franklin, and he added a second verse to it because he's an incredible writer. Our pastor is a worshiper as well, and um, and then one of our MDs, named Marlon Robertson, our head MD, added one more line to the second verse, and it just it just added another element to the song, and the, the momentum was strong, 
and we've been singing it at the church and the churches. It's become an anthem for us. So all of this came from just obeying the Holy Spirit when Pastor Ben spoke towards the students. He didn't realize that he was affecting everybody in the room, not just the students. And um, we had the opportunity, the incredible opportunity to to take it further and now sing this prayer with the world. So um, just to see how it started with, a, you know, a sketchbook in a prayer room, and now it's it's going to be it's going to be in a lot of people's, their personal rooms today. So we're, we're super humbled by it. It's a really cool story. Do you have any other uh, stories or songs from the album that really stand out to you? Man, honestly, all of them were written the same way. Um, just in, in a place of whether our team was uh, either worshiping before a department meeting or before a retreat. Um, and we just said, hey, somebody take out the voice recorder and let's just have a moment. Um, one of the songs, Oh That Blood, was written by uh, one of our worship directors, also from Orange County. Um, his name is Lucas Aguiar, where we just got together one day, and he showed me a melody on the piano, and I said, something's on that. Something's very strong with that. And I, I immediately said, that's that's a song about Easter. And we, we took it home again and uh, during another another seasonal break, and he came back with, with some more verses, and then we added you know, a different different parts of the melody to make sure it was singable for the congregation and people who would sing it. We added a, a vamp and hook to it. And honestly, we spent time praying over it. Um, we introduced it one time at our young adults uh, gathering and just saw how it touched so many people's lives. And we said, okay, God, there's something on here and we don't want to sit on it. So we took the other songs based off the, the momentum from Here I Am and then Oh That Blood and then started writing the other ones. And then um, next thing you know, we have we have five songs that we're singing on a regular rotation at church. So it's been very, very collaborative with the team. And it's just awesome, honestly, to have even our pastor. He steps in on our meetings, too, our, our music meetings, and he adds his, his ideas and creativity and, and leadership to them as well. And we just all soak up each other's energy, um, and we just make sure we're, again, just writing from the place of honesty. So You've talked a lot about no, it's cool. Uh, you talked a lot about the different uh, team members. Uh, can you talk yeah. more about that? Of who makes up the Free Chapel music team? Yeah, well, it's a collective from um, all all of our campuses, actually. Um, all right now, it's six, but it's about to be seven in February. Um, but uh, we have we have uh, Pastor Caleb from our Spartanburg campus in, in South Carolina. Um, we have obviously Lucas from our Orange County campus. Um, some of our singers are McKenna. She helps lead at our Midtown and Gwinnett campus. Shawnee uh, helps lead for our youth and, and Gangsville campus. Um, myself at Gangsville. And then our band, um, Chase, is at our Gangsville campus as well on guitars. And then uh, Brandon Bailey on bass and er- everything low end. And then um, Ryan Williams is our, 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 our drum coach, so everything drums. Jesse Cash is our auxiliary keyboard player, the, the incredible, brilliant uh, scientist, we call him, because he just has sounds from heaven, and we love it. <laughs> and then our lastly, our MD, uh, Marlon Robertson, who, who just takes care of all the band and all the music. So he's incredible. That sounds like a really cool unity between all the campuses then. Yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. And it's still growing. We have more writers from our, our college students and our, our, our other volunteers and other campuses, too. Everyone's submitting music now because, you know, we've we've opened up the door to be like, hey, we're we're collaborative with everyone, not just with our, our circle here. So we're trying to open it up and, and, and have songs literally from the house to the body of Christ. So 
Now, I know that a lot of our listeners probably best know Free Chapel for its senior pastor, Jentison Franklin. Um, has he had any involvement or support with this new EP? Yes, heavily. Um, actually, he's the one who, who blessed it and let us even run with it in the first place. Um, uh, so, honestly, big thanks to Pastor. Uh, once the, the day that we, we had a meeting with him and he said, so what are we doing right now with the culture of worship at our church? What are we doing that's actually from us? And great, at that time, we were, we were actually done with the writing retreat, and we showed him about 15 songs, and he was like, oh, wow. He, he, didn't, he didn't realize that like we were, we were hungry off of the push that he gave us. And um, we just decided to do a five-song EP first just to get like um, our, our best finished songs first. And while that was being done and produced and mastered, we were, we were singing the other songs at church at the same time just to get the more mature, um, you know, uh, lyric, lyrically and musically, melodically, sonically. And, and now we're, we're singing a lot of originals at church. So he is a heavy part of the push of bringing back the writing culture to uh, Free Chapel music. I'm curious then, what does that do to the church culture then, shifting from having a lot of songs that come from maybe outside sources to having a lot of songs that are written in-house? It changes a lot. The, the cool thing about our, our, our group is that we have this rule. Every time we sing a, a song from another house, after their third time, we have permission to rearrange it. So we, re, re, we rearrange a lot of songs a lot anyway. Um, and the church realizes that we add, you know, our, I guess, our identity fingerprint to it. But whenever they know that a song is actually from us, the response is crazy because it feels like it's ownership. Um, honestly, pastor just in, in, empowering us to, to write music. And when the church sings it out loud at each campus and honestly at, at, at each ministry, everything from our, our children's all the way to youth, to young adults, to main campus, to even our, our, our seniors, it's, it's, beautiful and it's very powerful to see them raise their hands and they sing it with everything that they have and to also know that that song came from the house so we we have a, a really good blend of of we love singing songs from other houses elevation hillsong bessel uh, we we love those guys and we also sing ours so it's cool to incorporate both and honestly just every time we get together to worship where our goal is to build the body so if it's through music we have the responsibility of putting the gospel on the tongues of people. So whether it's an original or another song that we arrange, we're just glad to have that, that honor to do that. So we do it a lot. And now that these songs are transitioning from being in-house at Free Chapel to going out to a national, possibly international audience yeah. here, what message are you hoping that all these new listeners take away? And honestly, just um, our, our underlying attitude is that um, before we start anything, we always say, God, use our music as a compass to point the attention of every heart to you. So when everybody is either singing, leading, leading these songs, even in their churches, or just listening to them and sitting down in their prayer place, um, we just hope that that's the overall tone, like our music is a compass. And we're really, we're really careful to, to make sure it's not pointing at us, that everything we do is pointing towards God, pointing towards true north. And, and honestly, just lifting up his name and, and making him bigger, making him known. So that's that's our goal. Great. And uh, when and where can people pick up the music? 
Yeah, um, anywhere uh, digitally. Um, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, you, you can even go to freechapelmusic.com. It's there. Uh, so everywhere digitally that music is sold. Fantastic. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on the show today and speaking your yeah, heart you about so worship. Uh, would you mind closing us out with a prayer? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. God, thank you so much for your love. Lord Jesus, thank you for everything that you're doing um, through your body. God, I pray that we would demonstrate the, the culture of heaven and we would we would invite heaven to always come down in everything that we do. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. God, I pray for those who are listening, that if they're making the, the decision to, to find you for the first time, I pray that they would find you. And God, those who know you and want to go deeper in their walk, God, I pray that this prayer would be something that's over their life forever. God, here I am. Use me. Just like Isaiah said, God, where you're asking, who can I send? And our prayer today, Lord, is that you can send us. Use us, God, today mightily. And I pray that everything that we do would give all glory and honor to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. You've been listening to Jonathan Etienne on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. Samaritan Ministries is a healthcare sharing ministry with over a quarter of a million Christians that care for one another's needs, from broken bones to cancer, pregnancies to organ transplants, all without the use of insurance. October marks Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. Samaritan aims to walk alongside members who find themselves on this road, recognizing that miscarriages and stillbirths can bring profound grief and loss that can be overlooked even by a caring community. April of Texas says this of her experience. I made a call to cancel the maternity need I had submitted, and the man who spoke with me handled the call with such dignity, he truly helped to make at least this one step as easy as possible. His prayer with me at the end of the call was a huge encouragement during our grieving and yet another confirmation that we are in the right place with Samaritan Ministries. Grief can be a lonely place, and the Samaritan Ministries community wants to encourage those going through the loss of a baby that you are surrounded by love and that God truly sees you in this pain. If you'd like to learn more about how you can be part of this community of Christians helping each other with health care, visit SamaritanMinistries.org slash charisma. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.